Coming up on The Potter's Touch. Jairus is a rich young ruler, and he went to Jesus and says, my daughter is at the point of death. On the other hand, we have this woman who has been sick 12 long years. This woman decided, whatever I have to do, whatever it takes, God is waiting on you to do something. I don't know who I'm talking to, but whoever it is, bust a fool. My father has a powerful message for you today called the personal touch. We don't serve a distant God who separates himself from our pains and problems. Our God gives us the personal touch. He knows exactly where we are cracked. He is not ashamed to call us his own and remold us in his hands. Listen to this message and be built and blessed. The text comes from Jairus' daughter. Jairus is a rich young ruler who has a daughter who has fallen sick. And he does the thing that only rich people really understand. He uses his strength against his weakness. If he were poor, he might not have been able to immediately get access and travel to Jesus. But when you have money, you can get to folks that poor folks can't get to. You can get people in your Rolodex, in your phone. You know I'm old, I say Rolodex. In your phone. <laughs> that you couldn't get, that other people couldn't get an appointment with in 10 years, you could text them right now. Yeah. You have access. Mm. Jairus had access to yeah. Jesus. Yeah. He could get to Jesus. And he went to Jesus and says, my daughter is at the point of death. And I need you to go. Mm. Fix it. Nothing makes you feel weak like when your kids are hurting. Nothing, nothing. It is like kryptonite. <laughs> Vulnerability, you, you feel helpless, you feel worried. He had enough money to get to Jesus, but his money wouldn't heal. She was at the point of death and he went for Jesus. And he gets Jesus and Jesus immediately drops everything. And he's going to Jairus' house. A house call from Jesus is a pretty big deal. I don't know what kind of house cleaning you do when Jesus is coming over. And then maybe we should, if he lives in us. But anyway, Jesus is coming over. And, and, and while he's coming over, there is, there is this woman 
and this, 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 this woman is in this situation where, where, uh, where she has run out of options. She has run out of options, and, and in a desperate last attempt, she goes after Jesus. Now, I wrote down some things that were common between the woman and the girl, because on one hand, you got this, you got this dead girl laying here who's sick and dies at 12. That's one little girl, one generation, one reality. On the other hand, we have this woman who has been sick 12 long years. And, 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 and the girl has an appointment and the woman does not. So, both cases were terminally ill. Both were in crisis mode. Crisis mode. Crisis mode. Both of them had no cure for what was wrong. Both of them were terminally Both of them were locked away from normalcy. This woman wasn't going out. She wasn't hanging out with the women, washing clothes down at the riverbank. They weren't hanging out at the women's spa. They weren't doing stuff because sickness disconnects you from society. You don't believe it, go up to the hospital. The people in the hospital are having a whole different reality. They live in Dallas, but they don't get, Dallas don't live in them. They, they, it's a whole, when you start hanging out in hospitals, you find a world that you've been driving past that you didn't even know existed because sickness always separates you from normalcy. Please hear what I'm saying, because I'm saying something while I'm saying something. Whenever there's something sick in you, you will always isolate from other people because of your sickness and you will live in a ward and only feel comfortable around people who have the same disease. You want to know what's wrong with you? Look at your friends. See, what we want, if we can't get changed, we want to feel comfortable. And anytime we don't feel comfortable, we are alienated. Both of them, the woman and the girl, are shut off from the world. Watch the devil that wants to shut you off from the world. Because the more he shuts you off, the closer he's coming in for the kill. Both of them were beyond the power of capital. 
They couldn't give a command. And Jairus' daughter, if her, if her father could have given a command, he would have commanded her to be healed. But he couldn't do it. Life will always present something before you that leaves you vulnerable, that throws you off. No matter what your advantages are, you will always be tested in an area that you cannot fix by yourself. And some people would rather die alone than go for help. Because their pride will not allow them to admit that this is too big for me. Both of them were untouchable. Both of them were untouchable. You see, the law said that as a priest, Jesus couldn't touch a bleeding woman. It would make him unclean. The woman herself was declared unclean. She was untouchable. Nobody touched her. Nobody touched her. Nobody touched her. He couldn't touch the dead girl. He was a priest. Nobody touched this woman. This woman decided, whatever I have to do, whatever it takes, I'm all in. If I gotta crawl on my belly, if I have to walk up behind him, if I have to catch him while he's looking at some other woman, all I want, all I need, I don't want to shake his hand, I don't need an autograph, I don't need a selfie, I, if I can, woo. to church, but who? I'm used to touching people. <laughs> but this time, somebody Everybody who's not on program, everybody who's not on the schedule, everybody who's not next to get a blessing, you can either sit there and die in your own blood or you can get radical enough to say whatever it takes to get out of this condition, whatever it takes for my will to break, whatever it takes for my life to be better, whatever it takes for me to be made whole, whatever it takes for me to get out of my dungeon, if I got to crawl, if I got to get down on my knees, whatever it takes, I'm all in. Whatever it And then he asks this amazing question. me who you think you're gonna 
get privately healed and walk away, I call you out of your shadows. I call you out of your insecurity. I call you out of your circumstance. If you're going to get this healing, you're going to have to come out. And if it, it was... Go thy way, daughter. Thy faith has made thee whole. It wasn't what I did that made you whole. It was what you did. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. You've been waiting on God to do something, but God is waiting on you to do something. I don't know who I'm talking to, but whoever it is, bust the move. It's not going to change till you change. It's not going to get better till you make a move. Stop waiting on something to happen. Ain't nothing going to happen till you crawl out of your circumstance. This is an opportunity to do more than hear great preaching. You know how to do church. But do you know how to be an answer to the city? This is the opportunity to be exposed to great thinking. What sets you apart from all the other churches in your city? If you can't answer me, I've found your problem already. You're like a restaurant with no sign on the front. You'll find that you're much broader, that you're much deeper, um, that you have more going for you than you think. This is not your average leadership conference. We define abortion as something that happens in a womb in a clinic. When a child is not allowed to reach his or her destiny by education, by poverty, by racism, that's abortion. This is the kind of paradigm shifting, mind blowing stuff that you look back on and say, that was a defining moment. Make it a priority. It's unlike anything you've ever been a part of. I wanted to preach about this little girl because she is the star of the text to me. I told you what was I like about them. Let me tell you what's different. Whatever's wrong with her is so bad that she has stopped reaching out. There comes a place in your life where things get so bad that you stop reaching out. And I called it a personal touch because it wouldn't be personal if he didn't come to the house. If it was done in church, it wouldn't be personal. If the only experience you have with God is in your church, then you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus. She can't reach him. He's come to the house and she can't reach him. There are some of you in this service right now, Jesus is in this house. 
but you can't reach it because you have lost your ability to reach out. You can stand, but you can't reach out because whatever is broken in you has stopped sinking. So you can be right in the presence of God, right in the presence of your healing, right in the presence of your deliverance. And you can't reach out. Some of you can't reach out because you're phony. Some of you can't reach out because you would rather be dead than to break your image. You would rather be dead than to admit you were wrong. You'd rather be dead than say I'm sorry. You'd rather be dead. You're gonna wait till that thing kills you. Jesus came to this girl's house and he put everybody out the room. And people around you are not good for you. I'm telling you right now, they are not good for you. He put everybody out of the room. Some of you are in a situation right now where everybody's been removed from your life. It's because God's getting ready to do a personal... This is what's amazing. Maybe Jesus could say, as a priest, you must realize, maybe Jesus could say that what she did was not his fault because what she did was illegal. The Bible says that she was forbidden to touch anyone. She broke a law to get hers. She broke a rule, she broke protocol, she broke all order. But maybe Jesus could say, well, that's not my fault because I didn't even see her coming. She walked up behind me and she, she took it while I wasn't looking. But this, this, this girl here, this girl here, Jesus now breaks a law. because he regards people more than principles. Some of you watching right now, you are so principled. You got so many rules, you got so many orders, you got so many thou shalt and thou shalt not, that you're willing to kill people to keep your principles. And you do it in the name of a Jesus who broke the principle to save the person. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Somebody shout, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Jesus now has a decision. Do I keep the law? 
and lose the child? Or do I keep the child and break out of the law? The law said don't touch her. The law said don't use her, don't get near her, don't connect with her. The law says he shouldn't be dealing with you. If he would go by the book, you wouldn't even be sitting here right now. If God would regard iniquity, you wouldn't even be where you are right now. He broke a law to get you. Shake yourself. You got something to thank God for. He broke a law to get you. He called you. He didn't need your talent. He didn't need your money. He didn't need nothing about you. He looked over your faults. Saw your need. He, he is everything that she is not. He is up, she is down. He is right, she is wrong. He is clean, she is filthy. He is living, she is dead. And through no goodness of her own, no effort of her own, no movement of her own, she is totally lifeless and listless and helpless. The message I was called to preach today is for somebody who's stuck. You've been laying there like this girl. You've been laying there for a long time. You've been laying a victim of your own problem. It has robbed you of relationships. It has thrown you behind on your schedule. You should have been further. You should have been higher. You should have done more. But you are laying there and you cannot get up. Help! I've fallen and I can't get up. Help! I'm down here and I can't get up. Help! I'm bleeding and I can't get up. Help! I'm silent and I can't get up. And so the text about the woman, everybody preaches that. They preach about the first touch, but the second touch, they don't say nothing about this second touch. They preach about the woman who touched Jesus, and they never say nothing about the woman Jesus touched. The woman Jesus touched represents potential. She represents future. She represents possibilities. This girl is 12 years old. Yes, Lord. She has not accomplished her dreams. She got sick saying, well, maybe I'm not. Maybe I won't. Maybe I can't. Maybe it's not for me. Maybe I'm not supposed to. As she's dying, she's talking herself out of her dreams and out of her future because she can't get up. And the Bible said, he came and he took her By the hand. 
and stood her up on her feet and the one that everybody thought was dead. The one that everybody thought would never be nothing. The one that everybody thought would never get up again. The one that everybody thought her future was over. The one that everybody thought she was down, never to be seen again. He said, Talitha, Kuma, damsel, arise. I speak to every dead thing in this building. I speak to every dead circumstance. I think to every vision unfulfilled, every promise that has never gotten up, everything that died before its time. I command you in the name of Jesus to light my Kuma, get up in the name of Jesus. Give him a praise right now. Give him a praise. Give him a praise. Give him a praise. If you are needing a personal touch from the Lord, we'd like to pray with you. So give us a call at 1-800-BISHOP-2. If you do not receive a live agent, leave your contact information. We will respond to every call. We also want to invite you to partner with our bishop by becoming a Global Partner System member. GPS partners support the many outreach programs of the church, both here in the United States and around the world. If you have been blessed by this ministry, please consider joining us. Simply text the letter GPS to the number 28950, and you can also go to the website at tdjpartners.org. God bless you, and I'll see you soon. God is bigger than any mess you can make. He is in the second chance business. You didn't tell me that I could be in his hand and have a crack in my life, and the crack doesn't mean that I'm not in his hand. For your gift to the ministry of any size, you will receive Bishop Jake's restorative three-message set, God of Second Chances, on CD. Whenever you're all in, your latter day will always be greater than your former day. Once you seek me, I'm going to seek your vision. I just want you to go first. And when your gift is $100 or more, you will receive God of Second Chances on three CDs, The Restored Collection, full of Bishop Jake's uplifting messages and supportive Restored Promise Cards. If God gives me another chance, I'll let nothing separate me from the love of God. Restoration is yours. Take hold of your second chance today. Jesus got on the cross. He said, I'm all in. Hi, this is Bishop Rosie O'Neill. Bishop Michael Blue. Pastor Sarah Jakes Roberts. Bishop Joseph Walker III, and I want to invite you to the International Pastors and Leadership Conference. As leaders, we must continue to stay teachable and current. You are the why behind this year's IPNL Conference in Dallas, Texas. If you're a millennial, entrepreneur, pastor, or leader, this life-changing event is for you. Through the mentoring and the coaching that we will receive, you'll be able to put the effort into the places that produce the most impact so that your life and ministry can have success. I want to invite you. Meet me in Dallas. Don't miss this chance. April 17th through 21st, along with pastors, leaders, and entrepreneurs from all around the world. 2018 is going to be your year of impact. 
head over to pastorsandleaders.org to get your tickets. I can't wait to see who you will inspire this spring. Feel free to reach out to us on social media and share your story of how God is impacting your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Potter's Touch.